To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Donald Trump has his mugshot already printed on the T-shirts and the mugs, and there is a warning. Business leaders in New Zealand need to care more about the potential return of the Trump. NZME's business commentator, Fran O'Sullivan, wrote a column about this over the weekend. Hey, Fran. Good evening. Yeah, so your argument is it started under Trump, the geopolitical uh, changes that he put in place. It carried on under Biden. And when he comes back, if he comes back, Trump, what does he do next? Exactly. And we don't know that. But I I would imagine he's not going to come back and it'll be status quo. He's not that sort of guy. Um, He had an agenda uh, last time around, and uh, that was to repatriate um, investment and factories and so so forth back into the United States. This has happened, by the way. And uh, what we're now seeing is massive investment in the US by, you know, the the quaintly um, known Inflation Reduction Act, the CHIPS Act and more. And we're seeing a lot of um, companies ping for trading with China. And uh, that, but that was all started by, by Trump back in the day. One of the things I think is interesting about Trump is whether he would carry on with um, the excursion with uh, Ukraine. I mean, you, you know, you, you look at it, I mean, the US is busting a huge amount of um, dollars on maintaining the war a counter-war, the defence, if you like, of the of the Ukraine. And uh, there has to be a question, you know, just how much uh, they actually have to burn on that. I mean, the US has, has had multi, multi-billion and trillion dollar wars over a lengthy period of time. And what Trump did when he came in, he basically said, uh, that's a waste of cash. You know, why are we the ones, only ones defending, you know, global, uh, you know, issues around the world? And, and Part of that would also have been um, Russia and Ukraine if he had been in place at that time. And he pulled back from NATO, wanted NATO to pay more money and so forth and so on. So I, I reckon if he does come back, his, um, there'll be you know, much more legs on his um, campaign to make America great again. Mm. Great again. He's not going to want to uh, see his legacy trumped by Biden, who, of course, he despises and ridicules all the time. As someone you know verging on dementia and so forth, um, you know, which is actually quite hilarious when you look at the um, situation he's in. But um, yeah, I mean, what we would have is is much more chaos and mayhem, that's for sure. Yeah. That said, we really have to get more of a grip on how we actually work in this uh, much more contested space where. United States has turned around a lot of international institutions on its head as well. And our companies really did very, very well after the 1980s when essentially they had all the um, subsidies and protection stripped away from them. And they learned to be lean and mean and compete hard in the world. That's actually getting a bit harder when other people are resorting to all that again, whereas we've been you know, in a charge to a much more open market regime over the last 20 years. Um, that's turning a bit, and that is difficult, and we need, know, need to know how to navigate it. Fran, what do we do with the BRICS? I mean, you make the very fair point in the column that there's a re-emergence of the trading blocks. You've got the West versus the Global yeah. South. Where do we sit in between the two of them? Well, the interesting thing is, do we join? Do we put our hand up and say, hey, we want to be in this camp as well? I mean, it does have India, large democracy. It, you know, it's just not democracies versus autocracies, as sometimes the United States would paint it that way. Um, you know, obviously Brazil's there, but China, Russia, others, um, um, Iran, and so forth. Uh, it's a very interesting emergence. 
um, which has occurred. And, of course, one of the big issues is, you know, do they uh, combine over time to uh, take away the U.S. Um, prime position in the world as, you know, with the dollar trade? I mean, the U.S. has incredible financial power. Um, it was the U.S., essentially the U.S. Treasury, which mm. put in place all these um, major um, sanctions against Russia and the oligarchs. Um, you know, it would be much harder to do without that power. They control yeah. a large amount of the financial system. So if you've got others saying, well, hang on, we want to break that up and get into a more multipolar world instead of just several large um, major uh, countries. It's, it's something we haven't dealt with for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, we have relied on the United States for a very long time to give stability to the world, yeah. including the financial world. And goodness me, we just don't know where it's going yet. No, absolutely. Fran, thank you for talking us through that. Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.